Welcome to 7-Minute Torah, an exploration of the weekly Torah portion with me, Rabbi Micah Streifer. If you enjoy this podcast, please feel free to subscribe or comment or share it with a friend. Thanks for joining us. I'm recording this while out walking around in my neighborhood today. There's only so long that you can stay in your house, and I need to get my 10,000 steps. In fact, I've been walking for a while this morning, so long that I wore out my dog. So I took her home and decided to record this podcast instead. There's actually a lot of people out walking. It's getting a little warmer here in Toronto, and so people are out with their dogs or working on their cars, uh, staying socially isolated or distanced, of course, but trying to be outside a little more. It's nice to be able to wave and smile at the people around. The Torah portion for this week has what you might call the dubious honor of being the Torah's yuckiest portion. It's a double portion, in fact. It's called Tazria and Mitzorah. And it deals with everything from ritual impurity to childbirth and menstruation to a scaly skin disease called Sara'at, which is often translated as leprosy, to household mold. It's actually kind of hard to read all the way through. And you can imagine that this is the one that those poor bar and bat mitzvah students dread being assigned. So when we pick up this Torah portion, we have to ask ourselves a question. Why? Why is this here? The Torah is a religious document. It's supposed to teach us about our ethical and ritual lives. It's supposed to tell us the story of ourselves as a people, where we come from and where we're going. It's meant to challenge us to be our best and to provide us a path toward repairing our world and repairing ourselves. So why on earth does it need to spend three chapters on scaly skin disease? Ooh, I just hit 10,000 steps. Turns out, by the way, we're not the first people to have that question. The commentator Abravanel writes, quote, God forbid that our Torah should be seen as one of the minor medical treatises. And Rashi, the commentator par excellence, actually has an unusual move here. He opens his commentary on this portion by explaining why this is here. Clearly, people had been asking him too. So the commentators come up with a number of creative reasons for why this belongs in the Torah. For some, it's an issue of um, ritual purity or impurity, specifically because the Torah just says that we've finished building the temple or the Mishkan, the portable sanctuary in the desert. For others, it's an issue of gossip. That is, they see this disease, this scaly skin disease, as being linked to the sin of Lashon Hara, of uh, evil speech. But I think there's another equally important reason that this is here. I think it's about healing. I think it's about community. In our modern world, we tend to compartmentalize the kinds of treatment that we require. Rabbis see to our spiritual health, therapists look after our mental health, and doctors are responsible for our physical health. Actually, we subdivide it even further than that. Podiatrists look after our feet, and optometrists look after our eyes, and cardiologists worry about our hearts. But our ancient ancestors had a completely different way of understanding all of this. They believed, for better and for worse, that what happened to their bodies was a manifestation of their relationship with God, of what was happening spiritually. If you got sick, they believed it was God trying to send you a message. If you were healthy, you were good with God. Now, in all kinds of ways, they got it wrong. We have trouble stomaching the idea that our ailments are divine punishments. I just can't get behind that idea. But where I think they got it right is that they didn't compartmentalize. They understood that their physical, mental, and emotional wellness were all related to each other. 
And maybe even more importantly, they understood that we care for wellness best in a community. The portion says, God spoke to Moses and Aaron saying, Adam When a person has on the skin of their body a swelling or a rash or a discoloration and it develops into a scaly affection on the skin of the body, it shall be reported to Aaron the priest or one of his sons the priests. You should just be glad that I'm sparing you the other three chapters of scaly eruptions and things like that. Now, we might look at this and say, come on, why would I bring my skin disease to a religious leader? Let me tell you, as a rabbi, I am not interested in dealing with your um, eczema for you. But there's another lesson to be learned here. We might look at this and say, when we are in need, we need our religious community. When we are in pain, whether it be physical or emotional or spiritual pain, we need the support that we can gain in a religious setting and in that community. In fact, the commentaries go even further in making that point. In chapter 13, the Torah essentially says that when a person has tsara'at, which is this scaly skin disease it's describing, they are required to do something we can all relate to, that is, self-isolate. They have to go outside of the camp, they have to stay away from other people, and when they come near another person, they have to cry out, tame, tame, which means unclean, unclean. In other words, stay away from me, I'm probably contagious. I'm wondering as I walk down the street how my neighbors would react if I did that right now. They might not love it. Because it's scary to know that someone around you is sick. It's scary to know that there's a contagion around. It's also isolating, both for the person who's sick and for the other people around them. We can all relate to the loneliness that comes of having to stay away from each other in times of contagion, which is why the rabbis in the Talmud have an entirely different way of reading that passage. This is from the Talmud tractate Moed Katan. It says, And he shall cry out, Impure, impure. That's what the person has to cry out. This teaches us that the afflicted should inform others of his distress so that others will pray for mercy on his behalf. In other words, what we need most in moments of distress is actually other people's compassion. If they know about our suffering, then they'll be able to reach out in prayer. And in our day, not only in prayer, but also by calling or texting or Skyping. So for the rabbis, this crying out, Tame, Tame, I'm impure, I'm unclean, I'm suffering, is not about, nor not only about warning others about contagion. It's also about asking for help. It's about connecting with each other. So the lesson of this week's yucky Torah portion is, well, maybe it's to walk around shouting to people that you are contagious, or maybe not. Maybe it's actually that we're supposed to seek connection in disconnected times. That could be as simple as waving or smiling to the people you see walking around, or it could be as complex as organizing a Zoom reunion of people you haven't talked to in a while. Either way, our mental health and our physical health are connected to each other. You can't take care of the one without thinking about both at the same time. Shabbat Shalom. Hey, good morning, how are you guys?